Truly, our God is an awesome God, and he's worthy to be praised. Amen. And although God is doing great things in my life, I appreciate Christ Presbyterian because um, you did not have to accept me. And I did not have to feel that love that I feel each and every time I come in these doors. So it's truly appreciated. And I thank God for you. And we won't be distant. <laughs> Amen. 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 I thank Pastor Tracy for continuing to give me an opportunity to come and stand behind this sacred desk. It's something I don't take lightly, and I'm eternally grateful. Thank God for my wife who continues to support me and put up with me. <laughs> Amen. Amen. But our God is a good God. I thank God for all the friends that I, I have here and will continue to have. And we are even going to invite you <laughs> on August the 20th to a celebration of 80 years of life for Bishop Curtis Shared. Amen. We are having a community cookout celebrating his life where we thank God for the 80 years, but we thank God more for the service that he has rendered to us personally and the greater community. So if you're not busy on August the 20th, starting at 11 o'clock, come on out, have fellowship, enjoy, enjoy one another. But we know that God is doing some great things. Amen? Amen. So <clears throat> God has a word for us today. Scripture's already been read. <clears throat> okay. Okay. If he just get back on page. <laughs> Psalm, the 139th division of the book of Psalms. I just want to highlight for a few minutes that 14th verse where it says simply, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works and that my soul knoweth right well. Father God, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. Father, just bless in this place. Keep in this place. Heal in this place. Deliver in this place. Father God, allow your word to go out and be planted in fertile soil. Father God, we know that your word will never go out and return void. So let it accomplish great things in the lives of these, your people. Father God, let it encourage those that might even be getting weary on this road. Father God, let it just uplift us and build us, strengthen us in every weekend, lean inside. Father, we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. We give your name glory and honor. Father, set even captives free. Father, we know your word can save even to the utmost. So, Father, we thank you. Let the words of my mouth, the meditations of my heart be found acceptable in thy sight. O Lord, my strength, my redeemer, 
my all in all. It's in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So for a, a thought and a statement, I just have to say you are divinely designed. You are divinely designed and you do if you are under the blood of Jesus Christ, you do have the maker's mark. So my brothers and sisters, I, I find it quite amazing how many people don't have a true understanding of who they are. Knowledge of self is something that keeps expanding and, and developing as society continues to examine that subject. You no longer have to fit into just two categories, male or female, anymore. My wife informed me years ago, if you feel that you have aspects of both male and female within you, or you don't relate to either male or female, the psychological and social spectrum says that you can identify yourself as non-binary. With our increased knowledge, you don't have to be labeled by gender, by race, or sexual preference. You can be whatever you want to be, whenever you want to be, because our minds are still developing and coming into an understanding of who we are. That's what society is saying. And this has left a whole lot of people confused and blinded from the truth of the word of Almighty God. And it amazes me that with all this knowledge and technology that we have, we are more confused as a society. And I don't know about you, but the last thing that I need in my life is more confusion. Amen. amen. Let me say it again. If you say amen, I'm going to move quicker. I don't know about anybody else, but I need some absolutes in my life. I need some things that I can know I can depend on. I need some things that I know I can count on. I need some things that I know aren't going to change in my life. And although society has provided the world with more ways of identifying who they are, this doesn't mean that this has brought more peace or joy into this world. See, the world in which we currently live in is more divided than it ever has been. I said the world in which we currently live in has more hate and, and immorality going on than it has ever had. I said the world in which we currently live in is more anti-Christ and anti-God than it has ever been. It has gotten so bad that recovery programs have to abandon the original 12-step recovery program because it's spiritually based and has become offensive to those who are agnostic or spiritually neutral. My brothers and sisters, we are living in some perilous times. When a 12-year-old boy tells his parents that he no longer wants to relate as a boy, but wants to identify as she or her, 
then I would say that these are some perilous times when gender reassignment surgeries have almost doubled in number in the last four years, and now they're even being covered by insurance, then I would say these are some perilous times. The number of plastic surgeries and body augmentations have increased. Tattoos and piercing shops have multiplied, all because people are confused and don't have a real knowledge of who they are. I've learned over the years, when you aren't content with who you are, then you're going to try to change or alter who you are. It's amazing that we try to hide what we don't like. We like to cover the uncomfortable, whether it's physical or mental. See, that's why so many people in society today have become substance abusers and addicted to alcohol or drugs or sex, food, or even addicted to exercise. Everybody's looking to escape their reality when the reality that they see is not the truth that they want to accept. The saddest part about this is you might alter your reality for a moment. You might escape your reality for a moment, but you still can't change your reality. In fact, all you do is make the situation worse. You put another layer on an already bad foundation. Suicide is just another way of escape. When you can't cover something up anymore and you, you run out of layers to cover your issue, then you compound your problem by making a permanent decision for a temporary problem. Problems have a way of exposing who you really are. Anxiety has a way of letting us know how solid our foundation really is. Stress determines the strength of our character and our moral being. Pressure identifies whose plan you are really following. See, when a designer sets out to create something new, they go through a process of research and development. During this process, the item that they're creating is tested to see how well it's built. Before the designer or maker puts his mark on his new creation, it must first pass the test. Before Audi, BMW, Mercedes, or even Cadillac puts their mark on a new vehicle, it must pass the test of being abused from the R&D teams. I said before, Coach or Gucci or Louis Vuitton or even Hermes or Birkin, but put their mark on a new bag. It must pass the abusive test from their R&D team. Before Nike, Reebok, Under Armour, or Adidas puts their mark on those new sneakers, they must pass the test from their R&D teams. The process of research and development determines if the item is worthy of the maker's mark. See, if it can pass the testing, then it's worthy to be stamped. But if it can't pass the testing, then it will not get the maker's mark. And see, that's why today's text is so important. King David, the psalmist of Israel, the songwriter of the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, records for us today a melody that should always keep our soul 
in, in praise, in spite of whatever test that might be going on in our lives, our research and development process that we call life. David, one of my favorite biblical personalities, because David, he was transparent. And David, he knew in the modern vernacular how to keep it real. David wasn't confused about who he was, nor did he have a problem with how God created him. David didn't try to hide his problems or his issues, but David exposed them and expressed them through his songs. See, when David put pen to paper and wrote a song, he was usually under the attack, a physical attack, or he was under mental anguish. He was usually on the run or he was hiding out from one of his enemies. He was either fighting a lion or a bear or a giant named Goliath or a king named Saul or his son named Absalom or his own lust of his flesh. In all that David would go through either self-inflicted or by the will of God, he never lost a sight of the purpose of his creation and his creator. See, that's how you determine whether you are worthy of the maker's mark. Can you pass the test? That's the question for each and every one of us. When we go through something, can we pass the test? Are we worthy of having the maker's mark? Whenever you go through something in your life, whether it's deserved or undeserved, the purpose of your creation and your creator must always remain crystal clear in your sight. Anxiety can't overwhelm you. Depression can't destroy you when you know the purpose of your creation and you never forget to praise God, your creator. See, we make living harder than it ever needs to be if we just stay focused on the purpose why the creator created us then life and living would be a whole lot easier from genesis to the book of the revelation of jesus to christ i never read and if i had if i missed something let me know but i never read where god made a mess I never read where God made a mistake. And I never heard God say that he did anything without it being divinely designed or divinely purposed. I said, if I made a mistake, let me know. But I, 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 didn't, I haven't seen it. And although David had some issues going on in his life, he knew that his life was by divine design, and he was handmade and shaped by God Almighty. That's why he could tell the Lord in this song, I will praise thee, for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are thy works, and that my soul knoweth right well. I want you to know one thing today. Knowing the purpose of your creation, it makes a difference. Amen. Knowing that your creator didn't make a mistake when he made you, 
and you aren't somebody's accident makes all the difference in the world. When you know that the tests and trials of this life don't come to destroy you or persecute you, but they come to perfect you and prove you worthy of the maker's mark, then you will know that your living will never be in vain. Just like David, it won't matter if you're being falsely accused by the wicked men and women. You know that your purpose and that that's all that will ever matter in your life. See, when the attacks came, David praised God. I said, when the attacks came, isn't this novel? David praised God because he knew that when God created him, he created him with awe and wonder. David said that God made him. When he made him, he was fearfully and wonderfully made. When the attacks came, David didn't go into crisis mode. David didn't go into a pity party. David didn't say, woe is me. David just had a song to sing that said, I am the handmade creation of God. And marvelous are his works. And in fact, it got good to David. He probably said, marvelous, marvelous, marvelous things. Praise the Lord. If we're going to prosper in perilous times, then we have to sing like David sang. I'm fearfully and wonderfully, I'm wonderfully made and marvelous are his works. David didn't play the world's games. He didn't get caught up in the world's distractions because David knew exactly who he was and he knew that he was the creation of Almighty God. David didn't have an identity problem because he knew he had the maker's mark on his life. He knew that the Lord had searched him and the Lord knew him. He said that God knows my down sitting and my uprising. God knows my thoughts even from a distance. God knows, and he, he set my boundaries in this life, and God knows my dying day. God knows all my ways, and there's not a word that can come forth out of my mouth that God doesn't know. God knows my past, my present, and he is my future. There's no place that I can go and be separated from my God. There's nothing in this world that can hide me from God. Even before God placed me in my mother's womb, God had my life covered. Members of the body of Christ, if we're going to save souls in perilous times, then we can't get distracted and we can't play by the world's agenda. It's time to take a stand and draw a line in the sand and sing like David sang. We don't have any problems with our identity. We've been made in the image and likeness of Almighty God. We have the maker's mark on our lives because God blew his breath of life into our bodies and we became living souls. Male and female, he created us, not non-binary. That's why it doesn't matter what happens in my life. I will never be confused because I know that I'm known by God and I am his divine design. Just like he told Jeremiah, before I placed you in your mother's womb, I knew you and put purpose 
in your life. I called you to be a prophet. Luke recorded in his gospel that God has even counted the number of hairs or the ones we used to have on our head. <laughs> I'm talking personally. <laughs> we don't serve a void, abstract, distant God. We serve a God who knows us intimately and he's active in our lives. So like David said, I can say, yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. I can say, the Lord is the light of my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When the wicked, even my enemy and my foes came upon me to eat my flesh, they stumbled and fell. I can say, create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from thy presence and take not thy Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of my salvation and uphold me with thy free spirit. So when you have the maker's mark on your life, when you know that you are the divine design of almighty God, then you will never have to be ashamed of your calling and your election in Christ Jesus. And if you needed any more good news than that, God wants you to know, just like any earthly designer, when they put their mark on their creation, if something goes wrong with it, they will give you a manufacturer's warranty. So if by chance, that you, something that you purchased breaks or is damaged, your warranty allows you to get a new item free of charge. God wants you to know that he has that beat. God says, I love you so much that you don't need a warranty. You don't need insurance, but I'm gonna give you assurance. In fact, it's blessed assurance against the damage and breakage of sin that is caused in your life. The assurance is not good for 30 days. The assurance is not good for a year, but this assurance is good for eternity. God said it took him 42 generations to get him ready to be placed in a womb of a virgin named Mary and be born in Bethlehem. The assurance lived a sinless life so that we could be assured that there is a more excellent way. I said the assurance went around opening up blinded eyes and healing the sick, restoring walking to the lame, setting captives free, and even raising some from the dead. I said the assurance took 12 ordinary men and turned them into 12 extraordinary men. I said the assurance overcame Calvary's cross so that sin's cost might be paid in full. I said the assurance went to hell for three days and for three nights to take the sting out of death and take the victory from the grave. I said the assurance didn't stay in the grave, but he didn't have an identity problem because he knew exactly who he was and he knew exactly who his father 
Father was. So almost 2,000 years ago, early that Sunday morning, God raised Jesus from the grave with all power in his hands so that we will never be in doubt, so that we will never have to walk in fear because God gave us the blessed assurance knowing that Jesus, he's mine. And that's something we can make personal. Jesus, he's mine. That's why I can say, I know who I am. Christ Presbyterian, you know who you are. You've been divinely designed, and you have the maker's mark on your life because I've been washed and we've been washed in the blood of the Lamb. And I want you to know today that the blood, it still works. The blood can break any addiction. The blood can break any bondage. The blood can still regulate your troubled mind. The blood can still fix your broken heart. The blood can still lift you when you're down. The blood is a friend when you're friendless. The blood is there. He walks with you and he talks with you when you're lonely and think that you're by yourself. The blood still works because every time I turn around, he keeps on blessing me. I said, the blood still works because it got you up this morning. Your last night wasn't your last night. The blood, it still works. That's why he gave us these songs. Blessed assurance, Jesus is mine. Oh, what a foretaste of glory divine. Heir of salvation, purchase of God. I'm born in the spirit and I'm washed in his blood. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my savior all the day long. This is my story. This is my song. Praising my savior all the day long. You've been divinely designed. <laughs>